Coming at you live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet that thinks you should vote for Mr. Saxon. Because I did. The Noobs and the Whovian! My name is Austin, and I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And we're the Noobs! And this is that podcast introducing a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each week and then discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And two sons who haven't. And at last, we are at episode 36. Ta-da! Is that important? No. Is that Covering important? season three, episodes 11, 12, and 13, Utopia, The Sound of Drums, and Last of the Time Lords. This is the one where Smith and Jones save the world. Well, mostly Jones. They travel trillions of years into the future to try to avoid Captain Jack, just to have him tag along anyways. When they get there, they meet the professor trying to get to humanity to place... Uh, to a place where they can survive the end of the universe. Turns out he's the master, and we all end up back in the 21st century trying, no, just in time to see him take over the world. The doctor doesn't like that, but there's not much he can do now that he's been turned into an old man, like an actually old man, like wrinkly and stuff. So Martha lets <laughs> sets out on a one-year tour of the globe to spread the story of Tinkerbell. I mean, the Doctor. If everyone will just clap loud enough, he'll be able to fly again and defeat the Master through forgiveness? That's not fun. Why not have his wife kill him instead? The Doctor takes Jack back home to Torchwood, and Martha decides she's staying on Earth, too. It's time for her to be a doctor, and take care of people she loves because she's not Rose. Oh, and Captain Jack is a face of both. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good Titanic. What? <laughs> Story number 187, the longest one we've had so far. Uh, more to follow. It's even longer than we realized. It's like three yes. hours long. Originally aired uh, June 16, 23, and 30 of 2007 to 7.84, 7.51, and then 8.61 million viewers. So like, there's a bunch of people that don't even know what happened. This is really good. So, yeah. so we're not going to watch the a, first two. A bunch of people said, we've got to tune in for the season finale, not realizing that they were watching the third of a three-parter. And they're yeah. like, wait, who's that guy? And why are those things flying around? And what's happening? So, you know, as long as this was, I found out that we watched the shortened version of the third episode. Holy smack, really? What? There was more content in there. There was including, more? Including, like, some Soul 3 thing for the introduction of the episode and, like, uh, the master dancing to some song and crap. There was a lot of stuff that wasn't <laughs> really important. But so they just it, cut it out? Yeah. You can't do so that. So it's just something like when it aired in the yeah. UK originally? Oh, okay. But, like, most streaming networks yeah, don't have because, that. You know what? So the, um... The song, when he said, everybody get ready, here come the drums, and then that, like, song came on, that was 
a song called Here Come the Drums, and it was from some band from the UK. So I, yeah. I bet you it was like a music video type of thing or something like that. So at any rate, uh, this was written by our man, Russell T. Uh, directed the... Okay, so Utopia was directed by Graham Harper, but then the second two parts were directed by Colin Teague. And as, as we were kind of going through this, we realized it is presented as a three-parter. Yes. Um, but it's not really... Um, it was the 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 episode Utopia was not really originally yeah. part of story number one eighty seven. Like it was, yeah. it should have been story one eighty seven, and yeah. the other two should have been one eighty eight. Um, it should which have just taken have, place around the same time. Because yeah, like, I mean, it, they had nothing really in common. Well, no, they did because it, it set up the master. It set up the fact that the Taklafane yeah. are actually people. Um, but no, we didn't far, far figure that future. out in the first one. That was the uh, no, we didn't find it out in the first one. But it it set oh. that up in the first one, like it, the whole them going off to Utopia and all of that. Um, and so most of it, it was unnecessary, anyways. Yeah, I mean, Utopia yeah. feels like a really weird episode. It does kind it's of like, feel like it's just... What? We've got to get Captain Jack back in the TARDIS. Yeah. And we've got to get the Master on Earth. How are we going to do that? So at any rate, yeah. um, I only bring that up to say that that's why uh, Graham Harper did the first episode and then Colin Teague did the second two rather than doing all three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't have any awards. Uh, the cast this week... Uh, we had, of course, the master, the return of the master, uh, played played by Derek Jacoby, and I and say that was for Utopia. So that was Professor Yanni Yana, not the master from the next two episodes. So I couldn't find anything interesting about that actor. Right. So yeah, but Derek Derek Jake J- Jacoby Jacoby whatever he he's the master. He's not Professor Yana, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, so at any rate, he... Um, and I say the return of the Master, but this is actually the debut of the Master in New Who. Yeah. Um, so he's a he's a callback character from Classic Who. It's funny because the last three-parter that occurred actually featured the Master. Was the Master, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I did catch that one. Um, the last time... And that was, again, that was way back in Classic Who, the last time we had a three-parter. Um, mm. So, which again, you know, used to be much more... Much more common. Yeah, much um, more common. The the main uh, credit that we wanted to mention about Derek Jacoby is um, that he he actually voiced the master in a TV miniseries. When did you say that was? Two thousand and three. Three. Which I was like, it was a TV what? miniseries. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. And I was like, I don't. I've not heard it anything. Was a cartoon? About that. I think it was a cartoon. Okay. That's why it says voiced. Right. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. At any rate. Um, and then, um, and, oh, and of course, we did find out that he also voiced the magician in Aladdin, which confused like, us all. What? Like, there was like, a what magician? magician? Not Disney's Aladdin. Some yeah. other Aladdin. Yeah. He was also Aladdin in movie. The Hunchback of Notre Dame. But it was oh, was he? Notre Dame. The Disney one? Whatever. No, it wasn't the Disney Not one. <laughs> that was the thing. I was like... So he just played oh, in okay. a bunch of stuff that's... He played in a bunch Disney. of Disney knockoff movies. <laughs> that's great. Um, and then we also it's had... Because uh, Disney isn't mostly knockoffs of old fairy tales. Uh, yeah, 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 totally. Until recently, absolutely. Um, so then we also had Chanto, probably my Chanto. one of my favorite characters in a while. Uh, one of my favorite just like random characters. Uh, played by Chippo Chung. Um, and Corbin, tell me about this here. So she voiced Hong Mei in Thomas and Friends, and I don't know who that is because 
I obviously haven't seen that in a really long time. And is that a person? <laughs> no. Or is that one of the trains? I that's one of the trains. I googled it. and Really? She looks like the female version of Thomas. I kid you not. Really? So, oh, yeah. I think I remember her. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, I, was like, I don't wow. remember her name, but I remember her. I saw like several acting credits there. So. On Thomas? Yeah. Oh, really? So, so... It was not like a one episode thing. Like she was a recurring character of Hong Mei. Yeah, I, I was <laughs> How like, that? How yeah, that? I was like, I did wow. Not realize, I did not realize that uh, <laughs> that there was a character named Hong Mei. Thomas <laughs> and Friends. Granted, I didn't follow it quite as closely as as y'all did when y'all were kids. But well, um, it's not like we watched yeah. it all the time either. But uh, no, y'all were much more into the toys than anything else. So yeah. Oh my gosh, Corbin has a picture here. <laughs> it is definitely. Uh, paste that in the show notes real quick. That okay. is definitely, the, yeah. Picture Thomas as a girl, <laughs> and uh, that's what it is. I mean, that's I, what really. I just imagine like a hair tie and stuff. Uh, no, no, no long hair very... or anything, but just very feminine uh, facial features. <laughs> so, um, pretty good, pretty good. All right, so uh, miscellaneous trivia. Um, the doctor says that uh, when they're when they're like accelerating through the time vortex and they're like hundreds of trillions of years into the future. Yeah. Uh, the doctor says not even the time lords have ever traveled this far into the future. Except there was a time lord there. So true. Oh yeah. What? <laughs> there was a time lord living there. Well, not even time lords have traveled this far. Hey, think about it though. He was trying to hide from the time lords. Uh-huh. So, he was hiding from the time lords. No other yeah, time that's, lord goes. Remember that's why. Oh, I thought he was whole... hiding from the Daleks. No, 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 no. He was hiding from the time lords because that, and, and, and rather that's why he had done the whole watch thing where he he turned himself into a human. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, apparently. Uh, That's the, just a thing that Time Lords do a lot. Yeah. Apparently. Well, but but that episode with, uh, you know, Dr. Smith, uh, what was it, uh, Human Nature, uh, that episode, a big part of that was setting this up. Really? I mean, Seriously? yeah, if you think about it, you know, the whole yeah, the whole thing of, of him doing, you know, the, the master doing that, and yeah, that's why the, the doctor never could find him. You. That's strange. When I saw that he had the same watch, I was thinking that it was the kid that he gave it to. Yeah, I was like... Uh, and it had just been passed down and passed down. Hundreds of trillions of years. Yeah. Um, so that's one special watch. Oh, yeah, the, the, the kid who the last time we saw him yeah. was at the memorial, and he was like 177 years old or something <laughs> yeah. like that. I don't think it was quite that old. No, but he looked really old. Um, so at any rate, the, the, the fifth doctor, the fifth doctor apparently uh, revealed one time that there's a rule uh, among the Time Lords that they are not to travel beyond a certain point in time, which mm. is why the doctor says, you know, that not even the Time Lords have ever traveled this far into the future. Then why did he? Oh yeah, because there's no other Time Lords. Yeah. No, he he didn't on purpose. Remember? Oh yeah. Yeah, the TARDIS. And, yeah, and the TARDIS. later on, we find out that the TARDIS was accelerating to try and shake off Jack. Jack, because he's a fixed point. Because yeah, because yeah. Jack is an impossible thing. All right, we, we we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. So at any rate, um, we'll this, talk about that later. Uh, oh, Corbin, tell us tell us about why this this is a two parter that became a three parter that ended up being even more than that. So, this is actually technically a five-parter, because the beginning of this story arc is, like, at the season finale of Torchwood. Right. So, Mm -hmm. the season finale was two episodes long. 
This thing hmm. ended up being a full-on five-part episode, technically. Right. But I was but like, we didn't watch that. Yeah, 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 no. So we didn't watch those yeah, episodes. Watch those. What did you see in the notes? Like, how much of those two episodes really was pushing us into Utopia? I don't know, honestly. Okay. But it's enough that they consider it a f- the same story. Okay. Arc. All right. Yeah, I know. At the very least, the. Uh, you know the reason that he was able to find him was that he had a doctor detector. He said, um, and, <laughs> and it was his hand. It was his. It was his hand that got cut hand. off. Um, oh, this right. That's the, that this is the first like we've seen of that. Isn't up it up in the atmosphere as it was plummeting towards the ground or something? No, because they weren't in space. It wasn't in free fall from Still. from space. In, in you would have think like it would have taken some damage, at least. Oh, I'm sure, like, but it's a. Yeah. Well, but it was in the middle of regenerating. True. He was still. Remember, he was still within his 16 hours or whatever. So, but that's the first that we. Which that was about, highly right? convenient, was it not? Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. The residual energy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, and and can we can we just go ahead and say spoiler alert that that hand, where where did we see that hand last? What do you mean? At the end of these three episodes. Oh. Uh, Oh, in the Didn't TARDIS. Have it? No, oh. it was in the TARDIS. The doctor oh. had it in the TARDIS with us, with him. So, Is needless to say, that's not the later. end of the saga of the hand. So, <laughs> the um, hand, the story arc of the hand. <laughs> yes, actually, the, the, you know, I'm sure if episodes. I looked it up on the wiki right now, there's got to be a page. <laughs> don't, don't look it up because I don't want you to get any spoilers. I don't want you to get any spoilers. Okay, but, 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 <laughs> but suffice it to say that the hand is not a flat character. The hand is a very rounded. It has a, it has a good arc. It has a good resolution to its story, to its hero's journey. There is there is resolution there. So, so I became a villain for a second there, helping What's out the uh, master to take down its. Oh, I know, right? Master. Uh, yeah, being used as a tool there. So, all right. So, um, special effects. We had uh, costumes and makeup. We had. How about the makeup on David Tennant? Hmm, the yeah. boys actually asked me at one point, "Is that David Tennant?" <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> saw him, and I was like, "Is that?" They were not sure if A, that was a different actor, or B, a CGI. CGI. And I had to s- explain, as they discovered later on, <laughs> that CGI technology was not good enough. And as was evidenced by the even older doctor, the little, the little goblin good. doctor. That was good. Goblin? It looked like I mean, it was, Gollum. It was good, it it was good for its time. Gollum. It was fantastic for 2007. But I, again, stand stand the goblin doctor next to Thanos. And which one yeah. is the best CGI award? I love how um, the master gave him tailored, like... He suit. gave him clothes. I, I thought like, yeah. about that later on. Like, I was like, wait a minute. There's that moment where wait. he shrinks down and he like waddles out of the clothes, like pokes his head out of the clothes. And then the next time we see him, he's not only in a cage, but he's in a little suit. <laughs> and he's wearing the same clothes. <laughs> what like, I'm thinking, it's he just like cut out of his suit. Just like cut a little. They cut it out of the, the big suit on the floor. <laughs> um, so, so first of all, that is exactly the kind of thing that the master would do. (laughs) The master would say, bring me a seamstress, let's bring me a tailor, we're going to make my little goblin doctor his own little goblin suit. He will look so adorable. That is exactly what the master would do. Secondly, it's a good thing that we not only had enough power to believe to save the doctor, we also had enough power to believe that we could make the suit grow with him. 
Yeah, right. That was yeah. very convenient. Like the suit grew. With I'm him. glad that happened. That was. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> of course, he would like hulked out of it. Like just had like tattered shreds of of his pants. Oh boy, that would have been great. Instead of purple shorts, it would have been brown suit. Um, so we had the old doctor, and then oh, okay. And our CGI, we talked about the really old doctor. The other, we had some other CGI. We had um, we had the Toclophane. We had yeah. the ships. A giant airship. Hmm. The oh yeah, airship. yeah. The giant yeah. helicarrier before Marvel uh, put it on the screen. Uh, we had Earth. Um, a, huh? Earth. In that last episode, where all the taco fans yeah, they're flying, flying around. Yeah. So I mean, there there was there was some high high end stuff on this episode. Yeah. It, it was uh, it was pretty well done, uh, especially compared to to some of the, you know, uh, Eccleston era really bad. CGI <laughs> fires and, and things like that. I so had a question. Or, or the bad. beast. The beast below. That's so terrible. Um, so, you know how, like, he made the doctor super duper old? Yeah. And he shrinked up, and his head looked like the guy, the guy's head that were in the little, like, robots. So, is that what he did to them? Did he make them super duper old and then, like, cut off their heads or something and, like, put <laughs> them in there? I can I make doubt that connection, that. yeah. Like, what what happened there? I, I don't know. I, I don't like the fact that, um, in the end, he corrupted humanity. I, I'm, I'm glad that we sort of got, like, we sort of got a reset button on that, but we really yeah. didn't. We didn't get any definite resolution. It was, somebody said, where, where did the Toclophane? And he said, yeah. off a trillion years in the future, I guess. But what are they doing there? Are they, you know... Floating around? Just... Well, I'm saying, like, are they? Are they like floating in the void? Huh? Yeah. So, at any rate, uh, let's see our checklist. The baddies of the week. We had obviously the master and the toclophane, um, which turns out it's it's people. It's human. Was the toclophane actually like the enemy? Because they were kind of like forced into doing it. Except that that one that they actually talked to was like I, killing people is fun. You know, I was like, oh, maybe, my gosh. but they were like corrupted and stuff. Well, I mean, w- however they got there, they were definitely. What the are the chances of out of six billion Toclophane or whatever it was, they happen to get the one yeah. that has the body of the little kid she okay, met? That's what I was confused. Is is that that kid? Yes, I'm assuming. Why did it show the flashback if it wasn't? I'll, okay, so at first I was like, well, yeah that's the kid and then i immediately thought of what you're saying and okay so the the, the easy answer is it's that way because it was written that way yeah. but i was i was confused as to whether that was that kid or was it like that now that they're these toclophane these robots yeah things, they were all connected kind of, together yeah because at one point he said she taught uh, you taught us to what was it what did she teach him to do i don't know because he said the skies were made of diamonds, and then uh, you're Martha. You taught us to something, to dance or to smile or to no hope. No idea. I don't remember. But he said yeah. you taught us. And so I thought, okay, is that supposed to be that kid, or is it like all hive mind now? So I, I don't know, but at any rate. Uh, let's see. Fantastic. We had... Uh, <laughs> Are you good? I'm good. <laughs> Uh, we had a fantastic. Uh, Jack said that the humans surviving the end of the universe was fantastic. I thought that was that was fun. That was one of like a neat a, little poke. 
Yeah, one of a bazillion little um, callbacks to Eccleston. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until it was this episode... It's the only one we're going to really include. <laughs> What's that? It's the only one we're really going to include. <laughs> oh, I'm sure more will come up. Uh, it, it did... Uh, it did make me realize that we have not seen Jack since Eccleston. Like, I forgot that... Because I remembered the end of this episode, I had it in my mind that Jack interacted with Tennant more. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. before this time. He so, did in a comic book I read. Oh, well, of course, I'm sure. So... At any rate, um, holy cow! Did the well count explode? Yes, um, we had does. we had nine, and yeah. we'll just leave it at that uh, because it's not really important to go over every. Yeah, yeah. One. For for the I sake of time, I didn't catch most of these. I uh, oh man, I was I was catching them left and right and writing them down, and I I didn't even make it a point to to mention it. So that brings our running count up to thirty seven. That um, is so insane. We had we had nine all together. Uh, we did get, and I'm sorry, I'm so sorry this was uh, right after the doctor became young again and then just before forgiving the master as he's as he's floating in his cloud of belief um, whatever so, that was yeah so that brings psychic our, energies yeah so that brings our running count up to six uh, no Alonzi's we did get a what 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 with the whole Titanic thing yeah, yeah the only the reason end. I realized that was because in the like notes on the wiki it said this is the second time that a season has ended With on him, him saying that. what. Yeah, so both seasons that Tennant has wrapped up, he's ended doing the same thing. <laughs> Turning around, having something surprise him in the TARDIS, and going, what? So. Which still makes me wonder how the Titanic managed to break through the TARDIS like that. Ah, yes, we'll have to get there. It's indestructible. That brings our running count up to four on that. Um, let's see, for run, uh, we did get... Um, a callback where Jack was 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 running. They were all running out on that on that planet. They were yeah, running away from like, the the future kind. Oh, I missed this. Yeah, and I thought that was hilarious. That running away from danger or towards danger or whatever. But he didn't say it, so so we didn't add it to the count. Oh, um, we didn't. Okay, let me erase this real oh. quick. How does that say the running count is two? Have we not been counting it prior to I that? don't think so. Oh, okay. Because we're ah. like, it's not really as common okay. as we thought. Um, and then the master tells the doctor to run, um, and it said several times, but we're just uh, counting that once. Uh, oh. Torchwood, uh, we actually did have some Torchwood references because Jack's we're back. Right here. Yeah. Uh, so we've got that. Mr. Saxon, uh, the, the reference here references, is we though? find out what the deal is, why yeah. we've been hearing about Mr. Saxon. What the dealio is. Yeah, that's right. Um, unbeknownst to us, this entire season... The master, the master was actually here the whole season. We just didn't know it because it was Mr. Saxon. So, yeah. um, so every time Mr. Saxon was encroaching on Martha's life, it was because it was the master and he was after the doctor. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, what was impossible this week, Trip? Jack was impossible. Jack is an impossible thing. Yep, that's right. He Enough is to a accelerate. Point. The... He is. Yep. Immortal. <laughs> Uh, he's, yeah. he's a lot of stuff. But, uh... Ugh. So, Time War. We had a lot of references for the Time War this week. So, they're, first of all, the Time Lords resurrected the Master because they knew he was the only one who could be the warrior they needed. What? Which, that's like, what? Yeah, and I think that's all... Um, that's That's got to be all in-between stuff. Like, I don't think that happened... Actually, in, in the episodes. Yeah, I don't think so. 
I don't think so. Was was there many episodes with the time war sort of stuff? In no, I, if. Uh, did that all happen off screen? My understanding Probably. is that yes, that that all happened between the movie and the reboot. Mm. If mm. I understand right, that's that's. Wait, so the time war wasn't a thing, and I don't think so, which is why it was sort of doled out to us piecemeal during Eccleston's time. Little things about the time war because it was supposed to be it was a mystery for anybody who's just starting out, but it was also this mystery to the classic Who fans going, "What time war? What are we talking about?" And so they were just piecemealing out some of that information. I could be wrong about that. I could be wrong. But I'm pretty sure that it was something that was developed by uh, the the showrunners for, for New Who. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have a mention that Gallifrey burned. And all the Time Lords are dead. Except and, for two. Right. And, and the Master... Probably others that we don't know about. Right. <laughs> probably. And, and the Doctor, the doctor breaks this goes. news to the Master. He He's, you know, obviously yeah. unaware of it because he's been the Master's the, been hiding in yeah. the future for so long now. Right, right. Uh, let's see. The um, the Doctor was the only one who could end it, is what he, he makes mention, that he was the only one who could end the Time War. And... Um, uh, let's see. The master wonders what it would be like watching two worlds burn. He thinks the doctor must have felt like a god, and it's really interesting. You know, there's there's the key difference between the doctor and the master. Yeah. Right. The master's like envisioning the world of his enemy and the world of his home burning, and, and he would feel like a, like god, a god. Whereas the well, the doctor feels you know, pity for both. Well, not only pity, yeah. but it destroyed him. Uh-huh. You know, like his his every time he thinks back on it, it. It just kind of kills him a little bit yeah. inside, so just destroys him. Uh, Corbin, do some Jeopardy, Jeopardy. Isomorphic controls, which, from what I understand, is it basically means only the master can use his laser laser screwdriver. Yep. And never mind. This might be spoilers. I don't really know if I want to get here, but that shows up more later, basically. Isomorphic controls? Yeah, the doctor utilizes that later. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not too much of a spoiler. So, um, The doctor also says, I've had a whole year to tune myself into the psychic network and integrate with its matrices, which is not too jibberty jabberty except yeah. for how fast he said it. Holy moly, man. He just Especially being little old hobbit man over here, whatever he was. <clears throat> I was like, what is happening? What Was he still little at that point? I thought it was right after he... Got back young again. It was. I don't remember. It was right around in that same time frame. He was still, like, changing. Yeah, something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of in the midst of it, yeah. Uh, we had a little bit of uh, jiggery-pokery where basically the Dr. MacGyver's it, and uh, we had him build three TARDIS keys. I thought that was interesting. Um, yeah. And then the reason that he built them was so that he could use them to make himself, Martha, and Jack invisible-ish. Ish. Not invisible, but just kind of... Uh, puts a perception filter on you. Yeah. So, uh, which I thought was interesting that the perception filter apparently only works if you're inside the loop of the the yeah. It's like the, what the chain that the key is hanging on because like he's holding it in front of himself Bubbles. and Martha's fine and then he puts it on like he puts it around his neck and, and then she her eyes start drifting off of him and she can't focus on him. But I just thought that was funny. Like until he shouts or whatever. Yeah, but apparently it only works if it's around your neck. That's like, so what, weird. What exactly? How does that work? You know, but anyway. And there was a thing in the notes that mentioned that this is the first time in New Who where he's like, 
used the sonic vertically to do something instead of pointing oh, yeah. it at whatever. Oh, yeah, And that's yeah. callback to old Who. Yeah, apparently the classic Who uh, sonics, yeah, common. it was a little bit more like that. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. And he also slid it up. Yeah, I was like, what? Have we seen him do that before? I don't no. think so. Ah, okay, like, I can't remember. What is happening? Yeah, so he just kind of slid the end of it up, and I thought, oh, that's interesting. I don't remember if we've seen that before. I remember it, but I, I, it suddenly hit me that we hadn't seen it before. So, oh, man, who is Martha? Let's see. Do we want to say who is Martha? Let's, you know what? Okay, let's do this. Let's, I'm going to, I'm going to call an audible. Let's move who is Martha to after who was Rose, because I don't want to, I don't want to do what the show did <laughs> and sell Martha short by upstaging her with Rose. So who was Rose? Uh, let's see. We, we have Jack bringing her up first. Now, this is going to happen, right? So we've got the doctor and one of his old friends, one of his old companions. Mm-hmm. And we kind of saw this with uh, Sarah Jane, where, remember how Rose and kind of had this jealousy over Sarah Jane Smith? Yeah. Because of their familiarity. So we kind of sort of have a little bit of that here where Jack shows up and he's this guy from the doctor's past. And he keeps bringing up who? Rose. Rose. So he says that he saw her name amongst the dead of the uh, Battle of Canary Wharf, and the doctor says, oh no, she's alive. In um, a different universe. Yeah, totally can, yeah. Yeah. parallel world or whatever. And then he mentions to him later that, you know, by the way, the doors have been shut. You know, There's she no she's stuck that. there. Um, that's how that goes. Um, then we have, um, <laughs> first of all, Martha making the mention, oh, good old Rose. I was like, oh, man, this poor girl oh, is just yeah. beat over the head about Rose. Good old Rose. Rose and Rose, then Rose. Jack says something about her being a blonde, and he goes, and, she, and Martha goes, oh, she was blonde. Surprise. You know? <laughs> I was like, man, it can't just get any worse. You know? Like, oh, and she was a supermodel, too. So and like, sad for Martha. Yeah, uh, we we're reminded that she absorbed the energy of the time vortex, which would have turned a time lord into a vengeful god. Instead, she used it to give life. Now, uh, apparently, she didn't realize she was giving life eternal to Jack. Except she didn't just not really. Uh, well, so yeah. she didn't realize she was bringing Jack back forever. I thought that was an interesting line. Yeah. And, she uh, didn't and then, really have that much control over her powers at that time. So Right, right, yeah. So it was kind of interesting. Um, but it was an interesting, again, look into her character and her personality because the doctor says if a Time Lord had been given that amount of power, it would have driven him mad and turned him into a, a vengeful god, whereas Rose's natural inclination was to use it to heal. Yeah. So now well, there that was a little after destroying all of the dollars. I was gonna say there's yeah. a little bit of vengeful so, god in yeah. there. There's a little vengeful god. So there's a little room but, for vengeful yeah. godness. But there. the doctor absorbed it. Because he, like, took it from Rose. Yeah, but she'd still killed all of the Daleks. No, but what Tripp's bringing up is a good oh. point, is that he said, it, you know, oh, yeah. that, it that she absorbed the, the energy of the Time Vortex, which would have turned the Time Lord into a vengeful god. Well, and he turned she, around and did that. Yeah, he yeah. did. He absorbed it from her, and it killed him. Yeah. So apparently so it would have turned him into a vengeful god. It would have just killed him. Because he's a doctor. Yeah. That's he doesn't go do. psycho. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've already seen him go psycho <laughs> on that <laughs> crab lady or whatever. What was she? Uh, yeah, the... Um, the Rachnos. Yeah, the Rachnos, yeah. 
Exactly. Um, and then the last mention we get of Rose uh, for now is <laughs> that now. the master didn't think much of Martha. Um, he says, you used to have a companion that could absorb the time vortex. So in oh. the first episode, we have the doctor mentioning that that Martha absorbed the time vortex and that's how she was able to bring Jack back. Then all the way at the end of the last episode, of the, of the third episode here, you have the master... Um, kind of, kind of laughing at Martha a little bit, uh, because and 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 comparing her to Rose, saying there once was a time when you had a companion that could absorb the time vortex. Now you've got this pitiful person. Yeah, this and I person. feel preemptively sorry for the next companion. Like, she's. <laughs> I wonder if she's gonna get the same thing. <laughs> and then I wonder if it'll be about Rose or about Martha. That'll be interesting to see. Both. All right, so speaking of who is Martha, we have, um, oh my gosh, man, all throughout this episode, all throughout, I'm sorry, this story, all throughout this three-episode arc here, it was just one, like, punch in Martha's face another <laughs> yes. about her unrequited love for the doctor, right? We have, we even have that flashback where she, you know, the the guy says... Uh, you know, what about you? Do you have somebody you care about or whatever? And she she goes, yeah. And then she immediately flashes back to their first time together where the doctor kissed her in order to, you know, like drop some of his Jibbity DNA jabbery. on her or get, yeah, yeah. Um, it was like a totally not a romantic kiss, but then she kind of swooned because of it. Um, and so she remembers that. We have uh, the doctor explaining the perception filter, and he goes, oh, you know what it's like? It's like when you like someone, and they don't even know you exist. <laughs> Martha goes, it's like, yeah. I know yeah. exactly what you mean. Well, I know what Zach says. What, you two? It's like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it was just like, it was like one after another. It's like, so I got stabbed in the heart, crazy. and you just move on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just, it's like, like, there was, well, a, there was another doctor, one, too. Somehow you're completely describing our relationship right now. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Good on you. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you. And he's so oblivious to all Thanks of Thanks for punching me in the gut. What I'm trying, I can't remember what the other one was. There was another example of something very similar to that, where oh, it was just another gut punch that, hey Martha, you know how the doctor doesn't actually like you? <laughs> oh, hey doc, hey, hey Martha, you remember Rose? You remember how the doctor loved Rose? <laughs> remember how Rose was so awesome? And remember how awesome the doctor is? And remember how not you are? Um, gosh, so it was just really rough. But in the end, she saved the dang world. Good so. She Forget had, the doctor. Yeah. No one likes him. Uni- I mean, Rose saved the universe. Quiet, you. Quiet. <laughs> Twice. Um, and, Twice. And then, so she she literally spends one year to the day walking around the world telling, telling about the story about how the doctor. awesome the doctor is. Yeah. And then ends up saving the day anyways. Uh, yeah. No, no, the doctor does. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. but he was only able to do it because, because she rallied Martha. the world to yeah. believe in the doctor, which holy and Tinkerbell somehow <laughs> managed to get everyone to think it at the same time based on the countdown timer that no one even knew was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no, I, think countdown, I think the I think the uh, I think the countdown timer was being broadcast. To everybody. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, that was being broadcast, everybody. Um, and I then, guess. I was looking at this continuity error page, and there was so many stuff about that. Like, how did everyone know when to start counting and crap? I was like, so I think cool. it, I think he was broadcasting to everybody, but maybe he wasn't. I don't know. So um, we, we come all the way to the end of her story arc with her deciding that she couldn't leave Earth behind. It's time for her to be a doctor, and she leaves the doctor. Or good on her. <laughs> She's I'm better right. off. And you have that that moment where she walks out of the TARDIS, like she tells him, "I can't go. I've got to stay here." And what she says is, "I spent all those years training to be a doctor. I have people here that I care about who I need to take care of, and I can't leave Earth behind." And he's like, "Okay." And then she walks out. She stops. She turns around. She marches back in there. And it's the moment that you would think would be. Nah, I'm just kidding. It's time to go. Yeah. Or I changed my mind. I can't do it. I can't go through with it. And instead, what she does is she says, "No, you know what? I am finally gonna tell you, you stupid, stupid man. <laughs> I what? loved you all this time, you idiot." Right? And she says, she tells the story about her uh, college roommate or whatever, and how um, you know she she spent years of her life wasting away pining away after this man who didn't know she existed. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Right. And the whole time he, the whole time she's telling the story, finally Doctor the doctor's like, getting punched in the gut. Where he's like, oh, uh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. I take hear that, that. I, f- I figured the doctor uh. was more like, yeah, what's the point of this story? Why, yeah. Why are you telling Yeah, why are you talking about this? Yeah. He seemed to actually have a moment of, of, of clarity and insight where he actually understood what was happening. Stupid doctor. Uh, and so she she leaves she leaves the doctor and I mean I'm just thinking back to you know various companions that I know of throughout throughout classic who and it's a rare thing it is a rare rare thing to have a companion leave. leave a doctor um, so now we did kind of we kind of saw it with Donna in the runaway bride Right where she Even had, though she wasn't really a companion. Yeah, she had yeah. the one. She had the one adventure, and she was like, "Okay, that's good. I'm yeah, that's, I'm good. Yeah, that's enough. You, like you scare me to death, and then you make it snow. Yeah. So, um, and, and I'm not saying it never happens or it'll never happen again or anything like that, but it is a rare thing for someone to leave the doctor behind. Uh, By choice. Yeah. Speaking of, who is the doctor? Um, <laughs> I love when he says, we should leave. We should go. This is the very beginning of the first episode. We should leave. We should go. We should really, really go. Yeah. Immediately runs outside. <laughs> you know, Just like smiles at Martha. Outside. Yeah, time to go. Yeah, that is that is totally the doctor. Uh, there was all kinds, like we said, all kinds of callbacks to Eccleston and the ninth doctor. Uh, there's the mention of uh, oh, Cardiff. There was an earthquake in Cardiff a, a couple of years ago. Was that you? And he goes, ah, a little run-in with the Slovene. You know, hilarious. little thing there with the cosmic surfboard. Uh, Jack says Small that... Small stuff. Uh, yeah. Jack says that he abandoned him, that that the, the Ninth doctor. doctor abandoned Jack, Poor which Jack. he did, which we find out here is because he was terrified of him, and the TARDIS was terrified of him, and nobody knows what to do with this guy. Um, so then, why was he terrified of him? He's a fixed point. 
That's why he starts teleporting around through time and space. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll loop back around to Jack in just a minute, but um, we also have that uh, Jack recognized him just because of the blue box, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't look like him, but he's got the blue box. He's got to be him. It's got to be him. Which yep. it makes me wonder, since he lived like from the uh, 1800s all the way up to present day. Yeah, how many of them did he actually like, see? Is it is is that him? How no. many real police boxes did he see? The 60s must have been terrible for him. I don't know. Is that him? Is that him? Uh, um, and for that matter, how many times how many times did he get used to seeing a regular police box and then and walk by out to be the actual targets? Yeah, because the doctor was around plenty in the 60s. So. Well, right, I mean, um, what you do is you just wait until you know that they're not around anymore, and then you go then see you the go doctor. Sir. Then you go search. Because then you'll be able to tell, and you won't have to search through every right, police right, right. box or anything. That's right. Uh, so uh, they say that he calls himself a doctor. Uh, this is this was, um, I believe it was Chantho saying to Professor Yana that someone was here. Uh, yeah. He says he's a doctor. He calls himself a doctor, is what she said. And he says, of medicine? And she says, uh, he says of everything. <laughs> so And apparently the third, the fifth, and the ninth doctor have all said they're doctors of practically everything. Of practically everything, yeah. Um, and then that also uh, we found out this this go around that time lords choose their names. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this has come up in classic Who before, uh, but this will be this will become a bigger thing that the the doctor you know that that whole line about I'm the doctor Doctor Who just the doctor that whole bit is because he chose the name the doctor, the doctor. and. When you meet other Time Lords, they're, they're all like the Doctor, the Master, the General, the Chancellor, the President, um, those kinds of things. The and, War Doctor. Yeah, well, <laughs> but it's always the something uh, for, for a lot of them. And so uh, I don't know how much it's been talked about before that the Doctor, that, excuse me, that the Time Lords choose that title. And so when I, I wrote in the notes, Time Lords choose their names. They don't choose their names. They choose what they're called. And so, so the Doctor is not his name. It's his title. It's not the name that he was born with. Um, so it's, the, it's the title that he chose, yeah. What is? Ah, that's what we don't that's know. That's going to become a plot point as we move forward. So, um, However, the, the Master brings up the point that the Doctor named himself the Doctor the man who makes people better and says, how sanctimonious is that? <laughs> sanctimonious? Man. I'm holier than thou. Like, wow. I'm awesome. I make people better. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> so, and then, um, let's see. What is this last note, Corbin? What? Oh, this was something I found. I was looking through the continuity thing again with all the problems there. And someone mentioned the same thing that we did, where it's like, how come he's aging really fast when we right. know that they can live for really long times? And apparently, his health failed because of artificial aging, not natural aging. And apparently, uh. this first appeared in a season five episode or something with the fourth doctor okay. called The Leisure Hive. The it's Leisure like, Hive? Yeah, I don't. I looked through that a little bit. Okay. Just 
not to get spoilers or anything, and I didn't see anything about that. Okay. But I'm assuming it happened at some point during that episode. Okay. Huh. Yeah. they explained that, so I was like... So it's not the first time that a Time Lord has been artificially aged? Is that what you're it saying? It was the Doctor mm-hmm. that was artificially aged, Oh, it, aged, so it was, it was specifically the Doctor? Mm-hmm. Only? Yeah, just the Doctor. Is that... Is it like... Like a disease or something they no, got or something? I, I actually don't know. I didn't... Like I said, I wasn't trying to give myself spoilers for the episodes. I was just trying to kind of look through there and see if see I could see exactly anything about it. exactly what it was. And honestly, I probably should have used like Control F or something just to see, but I wasn't thinking about that. So, gotcha. All right, um, let's see here. Um, that was all that we had on the Doctor himself. Um, oh, that and um, just the fact that regeneration is apparently optional. Optional, which is because the Master yeah, chose weird. not to regenerate. Um, yeah. Which I saw in the notes, apparently, like, it's more or less optional. It was really his will to not regenerate and to just die that killed him, basically. Hmm. So okay. he wasn't going to die because of the bullet? Or. Yeah, pretty much. Well, because Unless. he could have regenerated. Yeah. Mm. So. Gotcha. All right, um, let's see. So overall impressions, guys, what do we think? This was, uh, this was a, a three-parter. What is our overall rating uh, out of ten, Corbin? What do you think? Uh, I'm going to say, like, this is a good one. I liked it. It was pretty good, but yes. I, um, I don't know. The first episode was weird, and that yeah. kind of brings it down for me, but... Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it's still at least uh, eight out of ten. Wow! Okay. Doctor hands. <laughs> Doctor. Doctor hands. Hand bubbles. Nothing better. Um, I think I'm gonna like, like Corbin said, the first episode like wasn't as good. Like I feel like this should have been a two-parter. Like there should have been that episode and then a two-parter as a season finale. Okay. Because that. It just didn't really make sense for me. Because, hmm. like... They could they don't, have totally skipped that altogether. Yeah, they could have totally Utopia. skipped Utopia yeah. entirely. Right. And just, like, added and the you know rocket funny is, or whatever at the beginning. In, in the future, we're going to get into seasons that... The whole season is almost... It's it's like hey we've got a good thirteen parter coming up next season because some of the <laughs> seasons get to be where it's one there is an overarch just one continuous yeah, story I mean, except mm-hmm. not really like I, like Bad Wolf except on steroids like there's <laughs> things like Bad Wolf that are obvious throughout the season and it calls your attention to it and makes you say what is that why why does that happen what are we doing what is that all about and it's an ongoing mystery that that you know involves lots of different elements from the season and things like that and that's kind of what was happening here was that this was this was just a long arc i almost not i mean like the last two are definitely you know a two-parter but I feel like the first, like, like if 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 the first episode had happened like five episodes ago, it would have been it, fine. Yeah, it still would have worked. Yeah, like everything that happened there, and then later, 
you know. Mm-hmm. We, it's like we loop back around to that idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, except that I guess he did steal the TARDIS from him. Yeah. At the end of the first true. episode, right? So. Yeah. But I mean, there was still other ways they could have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying is like that doing that callback to the humans at the end of the universe really didn't matter. Didn't, that didn't it was have to be back to back. Part of this episode. Exactly. That that, and and that was the thing was um, I guess you know what though. Maybe it is better this way because yeah. if if that episode had been a standalone like four episodes ago, it, it would have been very anticlimactic because it's like, hey, the humans blasted off in their spaceship. Who the flip cares? Because like it was yeah. very anticlimactic. Especially yeah. because we never saw anything about Utopia. You never find out what the deal None is with Utopia. You never and even yeah. see it. I think I yeah. saw a note somewhere that there is a short story book of course that is. includes <laughs> Utopia or something that seems to hint at the fact that it's a real place. Right. But aside from that, there's nothing else about Utopia ever. Right. So at any mm-hmm. rate, um, so so Trip, did you give it your rating? Not yet. Um, I think that I might give it... Probably a nine, because, like, this was definitely a good episode. Like, I like this one. Okay. I mean, not as much as the last one, but still. (laughs) This was a good episode. I mean, there were some parts that I didn't really like, which is why. What was the last one? Blink? Blink, yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Wow. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I liked Blink. Blink was good. It was. I mean, like, there were just parts that I didn't like. Yeah. Yeah, there were some definite, uh, definite things I didn't care much for. Like, um, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'll, I'll talk about that in my rating. What was your score? Oh, I said nine out of ten. Oh, I didn't hear you. Nine really? out of ten. As much as you said, ah, there's parts I don't like. Nine out of ten. A pretty high score. I mean, it was a, it was definitely a good episode, but there were some parts. Like, there's parts in every episode that I don't like. Like, I don't really like how they killed him at the end. Like, that was so annoying. Yeah. Like you know that they okay. had to, but right. still. So so here's the thing. We I explained to the boys that the end of this episode, Corbin, what did you ask me about 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 the doctor? I, I don't know. Oh, it was that um when you had said something about you didn't want to see the doctor crying ever again yeah. in a previous episode, and I said, oh, just wait, and you said, is this what you were talking about? And I said, not even close, <laughs> but um, this, this episode is a gut-wrencher, but here's the thing. For us, for new, new Whovian, new Who watchers, <laughs> blah, blah. for people who haven't seen Classic Who, this is that classic episode that I hate that every show does. They introduce somebody's um, somebody's dad shows up. Somebody's long lost dad shows up just to die in the episode. Yeah. Or their you know their their cousin or their brother or their or their long lost wife or husband shows up just so they can be killed so off. Die. Yeah, and it's like just what like we wanted Percy to do Jackson. is we wanted to give the impact of losing a major character in the TV show without actually killing a major character. Yeah. So we're going to bring in a major character's beloved friend slash relative Person. slash some lost love, and then we're going to kill them. And so this episode is like that, where the doctor is like bawling his eyes out at the end, like begging him to regenerate. And we're, we're just kind of sitting there going, eh. Yeah, huh. yeah that's but, sad. This is a character who's been portrayed by multiple actors because the master has gone through multiple re- regenerations. 
over the course of decades. So there were classic Whovians who were bawling their eyes out right along with David Tennant when they were watching this episode 10 years ago or whatever because this was the culmination of a long-term character. A character who had not yet shown up. We're we're three seasons in. We're at the end of three Three seasons seasons in and the master comes back. And guys, by the way, this would be like Darth Vader showing up in episode nine. Okay, this is... Which is stupid that everyone is saying that's going to happen. Oh, are they? Like, I was yeah. making that up. There's, what I was saying is... There are people that are like, confirmed Luke and Anakin oh, are going to be... <laughs> well, but here's the thing. The Master was the villain. I mean, he was like up there with the Daleks. He was a major, major villain, but a complicated villain and all this yeah. kind of stuff. So all of a sudden, they have this guy show back and up. Stuff. And then just suddenly die. Yeah, and then, well, except that, again, if you have all of that history, then you are wrapping up like a 40-year arc instead of, oh, we brought this guy in just so he could die and make us cry. You know? Yeah. So it's kind of like, it kind of goes both ways. So for that... Um, I am going to take, by the way, I'm going to take a two, a full two points off just for Gump, the Goblin Doctor. Really? Just because what? of that. I'm taking Why? a full two points off because that is the most hideous thing I've ever seen. I like and I can't it. Believe, I like I can't it. believe they did that to the Doctor. They turned him into a goblin. I like oh it. Oh, my gosh. It was cool. It was bad enough. And it's, it's bad that they super aged him and made him look like an old man. That was like, oh, wow. You know, the chips are down, like the stakes are high here. But then they like turned him into like this cartoon character. I'm like, oh my gosh. But he was cute and funny. Um, I'm going to be honest, I don't, again, I would be interested to go back and and see more of the Master from Classic Who. Yeah. But I don't like the Master. I don't like him. What? I know you're not supposed to like him, but I don't. I like them. There are villains that I like. Because they're like, a, a, you know, they're a good villain. I just don't like him. I don't Unlike know why. the Daleks. Like yeah. the Cybermen, maybe? Um, yeah, like I love the Cybermen. I love the Daleks. I love Darth Vader. I love, you know, there's plenty of the, you, there's plenty did of you just the say Grinch. You love the Daleks? Did you just say the Daleks? Huh? Yeah, okay, no, I don't. But <laughs> Dad. You totally just said that you love the Daleks. <laughs> no, I love the you idea. You have ruined everything. <laughs> I love the idea of I love the Daleks in pop culture. That's what I love. But um, but yeah, no, the Cybermen are are fantastic. There's other villains throughout Doctor Who that are great, and maybe the Master is when you know more about him. But yeah. I don't like I don't like this guy that we. Met I liked him. Guy. I didn't like him. Um, so I I am gonna I'm gonna I'm, I, I'm gonna give this a seven. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give this. What? Um, seven. Meaning it would have been a nine without the really old. Uh, no, <laughs> no. That just means it couldn't have possibly been higher than an eight. And there's no possible way I could let that stand. Uh, but no, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it uh, seven out of ten. Laser screwdrivers. Um, <laughs> isomorphic laser screwdrivers. Um, creep level. Do we really need to talk about creep level? Let's just no, give it a. It's not much. A hundred. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get okay, I'm gonna give it twenty bonus points for the face inside the inside the Yeah, that was that was Uh, yeah, that that was was weird. those eyeballs moving around in that thing. I don't know if that was puppetry Uh or a dude in a mask. I'm gonna say but that was that was horrifying. Uh I don't know if I wanna bring it up just like bring up the creep level just because of that guy totally disintegrating in the uh, Utopia episode. Which guy? He went into the 
weird energy place to start unlocking the thingamabobs, and then he totally disintegrated. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, I forgot all about that when they sent oh, Jack yeah. in. This is, is so much. I know. It so was much. too, too yeah. much. All right. Um, so we're, we're going to give that, what did we say, one, 120? Let's yeah. give it 120. All right, that sounds good. Okay. All right, so Corbin... I understand you have a theory. Yes. We haven't had one of your crackpot theories in a while. I have Let's... another ridiculous theory. That's I can't wait. going to be as crazy as the last one if you've hmm. never watched our first episode. Okay. <laughs> but, um, all right, this is going to sound utterly stupid, but is Snoopy a Time Lord? Wait. What? <laughs> it's Snoopy. I, I know it's kind of flawed what? because he's a dog and not a person. But yeah. I don't know. So but. I have some after evidence. I have some evidence here. Okay. First of all, and all of this is based on the movie that we watched a couple of months ago. Actually, it was okay. a while ago. So this was the new yeah. Peanuts. Yes. Movie. But so while he's digging around in his uh, little doghouse thing, yeah, he throws out tons of things, including a grandfather clock. Okay, all right. That is bigger than the doghouse. All right. And he... So he's he's got the bigger on the inside thing. Yes. Yes. Okay. He can seem to pop up anywhere and can fit in very small places, like when he's suddenly across the street in the mailbox. (laughs) And I don't know if that's like portable Time Lord tech or something. (laughs) And... He's constantly reminiscing on a time long ago in World War One, so either he is immortal, like a Time Lord, or he's a Time Trapper, like okay. a Time Lord. Okay, all right, all right. And like he's been okay. there before. Yes, and okay. during his reminiscing, he also proves his doghouse, or TARDIS, can actually fly. Yes, he does. And, mm-hmm. I don't know, you got to assume that if Time Lords look like humans, maybe they have... Pets of some maybe their dog, maybe their pets look sort. like dogs. It yeah. does make and sense. And the doghouse is a perfectly sensible disguise for the chameleon circuit. Yes, it definitely is. It can make sense basically anywhere. So did th- did its chameleon circuit break as well, or did I Snoopy pers- purposefully leave it as a doghouse? I, uh, we don't know. We I don't, don't know. know. We don't know. He also we seems really, know. really intelligent for a. Dog. Yes, he does. Intelligent for a dog. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I where mean, did he get all the old stuff? Like he has good. a typewriter. Where did, where did he get that? He has a grandfather clock. Yeah. I mean. All right, no so guys, let us anymore. let us know what you think of Corbin's uh, bonkers theory. Is, is <laughs> it actually makes sense. Okay. Well, all right. Remind me, Corbin. Uh, stick it in the notes real quick. I'll put on the Facebook page. I'll put is Snoopy a Time Lord? Yes or no. And, see uh, how many we'll, votes. Yeah, we'll 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 take a poll on that one and see what we can get. What if it splits fifty so fifty? Make sure on? make sure that you run by the uh, the Facebook page, facebook.com slash noobs in the Whovian and vote in our poll. Is Snoopy a time lord? I that's say why yes. you listen, folks. Have a poll for Willy Wonka I say yes. Well. <clears throat> that that's why you listen, folks. It's for the hard hitting news. I say it's yes. For the real investigative journalism. <laughs> Uh, trip trip agrees with yeah. Corbin. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I, have to I should. Gonna, I should look into. We need it to more. make a poll for my first uh, theory as well. Yeah, too. Oh, there yeah, you go. Yeah, we need too. to. We yeah. need to pull that one out of the archives. And uh, I've actually got a uh, a video this that video. I did of that. I need to pull oh, that yeah. out. Put it. Make a note. Make a note. Okay. I'll put that out on Facebook. All right. So uh, before we get to listener input, let's talk about Jack. Holy smack! Um, we we're we're long in the episode, so we don't want to park here for. For too long, um, but 
Trip, what do you think of Jack? What do you think of Captain Jack? Were you glad to see him back? Yes. And I was glad to figure out that he's the face of both. That that's awesome. That was incredible. So there were two there were two key moments in watching these three episodes where I stopped and looked at the two of you. And the first yes. was when Jack came running across the parking lot and I looked over to see all his faces and y'all were so excited I that was Jack happy. was back. And uh, Y'all know me, Jack's my favorite companion. That's right. Yes. And then He was my favorite last season and he wasn't even there. I think I How did that work? What? Ha, ha. Oh, he was... You, I, yes. You, okay. I enjoyed him most. <laughs> he was still better than Mickey, huh? Yes. All right, uh, so... Mickey's too whiny. And then when we, then we, we have the, that really out-of-left-field revelation that his nickname is the face, face of Bo, after having a discussion about what would happen to him after living for millions of years. Right, billions. Because apparently he can't die, but he can still sort of age, kind of, maybe, sort of. And then so he what happens does if he lives die for millions of years. anyways. Uh, yeah. So, but, uh, strange. Right on the heels of that, we have the fact that he reveals that his nickname, when he grew up on the Beauchene Peninsula, was the face of Bo. Except the it's weird like, thing what? is he got pregnant. Uh, yeah. Well... Yeah, plot holes there. So how did that happen? Was well, I don't know why you said people? plot holes. Why were you? Why was it not a plot hole when the face of Bo, when it says he announced he was pregnant? This was, by the way, because season he's one. an alien. Okay. So we don't know about yeah, mankind right. until now when we find out he's a human that apparently evolved into a giant face. <laughs> and then and he I'm got thinking him, he got pregnant. I'm thinking if he got pregnant, does that mean there were other people? He literally gave birth to a new species. Yeah, the bow kind. Does that mean that there were other people? Bows? Like no. other bows? No. Yes, which, the, the bow kind. Well, oh. No, I'm saying. the first. Yeah. Oh, no, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, no. Um, which no. then makes you wonder who got no. pregnant. It's really weird. I didn't think about that. When you were asking that earlier, who got him pregnant, I wasn't thinking about him being the only one of his kind. And he is just a giant head, so. Yeah. That's that's really What's with the, like, his nose. Tentacles or whatever. That's how he delivers them. He blows them out his nose. <laughs> That'd be so weird. Um, so he he's one of these he's one of these characters that you know something happened to him, and now he's a fixed point. Yeah, and he didn't really explain what, what that mean, even means. One of these characters. This is does this occur? A lot or something? No, I'm sorry. One of these characters where it's like, oh, there's something a lot more going on here. That's all I mean. Not yeah. not that they get brought back to life from the the bad wolf and become <laughs> a fixed point. But just it's like characters that have done that. Oh, looky here. You know, it turns out that this billions of years old character is really old Captain Jack Harkness that we that we know and love, you know. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, guys. Anything else that you wanted to, to say about him? Because we kind of hit at all these other points that I had in my notes earlier in the episode. So, was there anything else that y'all wanted to talk about? Mm-hmm. No. All right. Let's do some listener input. Uh, listener input. We had some uh, some Facebook interaction where, uh, let's see, uh, follow up on last week's episode. I, I put a post up for um, our review episode for Blink. And I had uh, I had two great bits of, of feedback on that. First of all, uh, Christina and Xavier. I, it turns out I did say it wrong. I said Xavier. I think it's yeah. Xavier, uh, and he said that it's like pronouncing the first three letters X A V and then 
er. So that was that was helpful. Um, they gave it a creep level of 430. They said, we both agree with Trip, although this episode was creeptastic, level 430 for us, yes. it wasn't scary. In fact, the yeah. idea of being sent back in time to, quote, live to death is quite intriguing and left us to ponder and chat about what we do in such a situation. All in all, we really do enjoy listening to the podcast. Keep up the good work. Oh, and feel better, Corbin. Because <laughs> Corbin's little blooper at the end there yeah. talking about his his snot situation. Everywhere. I was very congested last week. Yeah, so. that, that little bit was at the beginning when we were doing our sound check, and then he tagged that on at the end there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But at any rate, so Christina uh, agreed, uh, Christina and Xavier uh, agreed with you, Trip, that it wasn't yeah. scary, but it, it was, was creepy. creepy. It was. And I, yeah, I'll give you that. I, but again, that's what we're looking for. Yeah. What's the creep factor, right? Because there's sometimes where we're going to, uh, and we've already had episodes where they weren't scary, but man, are they creepy. It's like, that doesn't scare like empty me. empty child. Like, I'm not... Like, no, there's no. You gotta shut your mouth. The empty child is horrifying. Like... Terrifying. I am never going near a child anymore. You have a gas mask? <laughs> I'm running away. Listen, if I see a child in a gas mask, I'm not going near him anyway. That was before I saw Doctor Who. That was just weird. I'd be like, what? Yeah. Um, the other thing was that, um, and you can check this out on the Facebook page. If you go to um, facebook.com slash noobs and the Whovian, look for the post November 23rd where we uh, posted the link to our episode for Blink, the link to Blink. Uh, uh, Kara po- uh, posted under there a picture, and guys, I showed this to you. Um, it is it is creeptastic. Uh, there are weeping angels in Kinsai Green Cemetery in London, and the way they're standing, their arms are all sort of outstretched with their hands in front yeah. of them, and it looks like all four of them are touching the sides of an invisible box. And so the, the uh, caption says, there's a tardisized gap in the midst of them, which can surely be no coincidence, right? Um, so once again, guys, everything in Doctor Who is real, so be yes. afraid. Be yes. very afraid. All right. Then why do we, every time we blink, angels don't appear behind us? Because uh, they're just not any around here right now. But if you're ever near a statue, don't blink. Don't ever turn your back. Period. Good luck. Uh, so let's see. Uh, Kara also went on to uh, an older post that I had put up back in October. Uh, that is, Trip. Let me sh- let me turn this around and show this to you. Ha ha. <laughs> There's a picture that somebody had shared of uh, a little kid wearing a gas mask, and this is a real picture from uh, you know the the. World War One era. Uh, it's a little kid in like a nightgown wearing a full-on gas mask, just standing in a corner staring at the camera and holy nightmares, Batman. <laughs> and the creepy. caption says, Mom. to non-Hoovians, this is just a weird picture. To Hoovians, this is the most terrifying thing ever. <laughs> and uh, Kara Mommy. posted on there that... Uh, uh, you're killing me. Um, Kara posted, the kids and I just rewatched these two episodes tonight. So creepy. Right up there with the Vashta Narada and the Weeping Angels. I followed it by listening to your to your recap of it. So, uh, Vashta Narada? The Vashta Narada. Okay, so she says, right up there with the Vashta Narada and the Weeping Angels. So Kara and, uh, and, and the rest of the family there are saying that the Weeping Angels... The Vashta Narada and the empty, child. the empty Child are right up in the same ballpark. I would add to that list... The Silence. The Silence. Uh, uh, and the Vashta Narada is one that I forgot about when she uh-huh. said it. As soon as I read that, 
I remembered exactly what they were, and oh. just a shiver went down my spine. Um, and it is now I remember why I forgot these guys. Yes. Oh, and interestingly enough, no relation, but the episode that they appear in is called "Silence in the Library." That's so. No relation. No relation to the silence. Um, but it is called so Silence in the Library, and it is an amazing episode. I can't wait till we get there. That's next season. That one's out. Apparently, so we got most that one of these creepy to. ones are the really good ones. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, also, ah, um, oh, no, 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 that was all. That was all the uh, the listener input that we had. So, uh, so again, guys, you can always um, email us at noobsinthehoovian at gmail.com. Go to facebook.com slash noobsinthehoovian. Like our page and follow us there. I've been I've been doing a little bit more uh, posting lately. We had uh, I had a news story that was completely unrelated to Doctor Who. Um, let me just read you the headline, guys. Um, it says. Nobody knows why the Earth just rang like a bell. Apparently, there was an earthquake, uh, I think, off of the African coast that reverberated around the Earth, which is not uncommon, but the way it did it was like the ringing of a bell. It's like somebody took a hammer and smacked, you know, this island uh, in the middle of, of the ocean, and it just made the whole earth go dung. Um, That's And um, the first thing that I thought of, and y'all y'all haven't gotten there yet, but the first thing I thought of for the Whovians out there was the bells of St. John. That's all it could be. So um, I posted that just with that question, got a couple of, um, couple of quizzical looks <laughs> for some folks going, hmm, Perhaps it is. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll get the there. The Vians have figured out this mystery. Apparently. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And there's a couple things that I've posted like like that here and there um, that said something about you know creepy statues or something and i and i shared that and said only the whovians really know what's going on here in this picture and <laughs> things like that so um been trying to post a little bit more there so follow us there also it's also a good way to know when a new episode is out of course if you're subscribed to us you'll know that anyway so again guys we wanted to go over the game plan with you because it changed it changed we got one week one week from announcing to you our grand plan and had to change it, change it so what we're, we're what we're doing uh, no, we're not lazy. We just it's man, it's it's just busy around here. So All we were we time. were going to watch this the first Santa Claus movie last Friday in order yeah. to get to where we could do it in time for the schedule that we mentioned, and then we weren't able to watch it because I think because we had like a birthday party and then something else came up. So yeah, uh, so at any rate, stuff that happened. Uh, so. Lot. We're hoping to release the the episode we're recording right now. Today is December 1st. We're hoping to release this later today. If not, it'll drop tomorrow, uh, covering the three-parter, like we like we said. Yeah. Next week, we were supposed to do the Santa Claus 3. Instead, we're going to go ahead and do the Christmas special, Voyage of the Damned. Okay? So that's the one that we just, where we saw the Titanic smash into the corner of the TARDIS. Uh, we're going to go ahead and pick up there and do the Voyage of the Damned. That way, we have enough time to get in all three Santa Claus movies. Yeah. Because just so you guys know, we watch all three uh, Tim Allen Santa Claus movies every year at Christmas because we have a pile of DVDs of Christmas classics that we have to watch every year yeah. or Christmas can't it, come. It is like actually growing every Christmas. It does. Yes. Every year we're like, ooh, and now a new Grinch movie is coming out. So now and we've got to watch that. Every, yeah. And I realize they are they have not seen the old cartoon Grinch. Y'all have only ever seen no. Jim Carrey's yeah. version. So now we've got two more Grinches. We're going to have to watch three Grinch movies this year. I hope y'all are happy with yourselves. Yes. Um, so... The Christmas special will be next week, so as you're listening to this episode right now, you need to do a couple of things. You need to watch The Santa Claus Part 1. You need to watch Voyage of the Damned. 
Then you need to go watch the Santa Claus Part 2. Then you need to go watch the Santa Claus Part 3, all in the next two weeks. <laughs> so that you will be caught up so that on the 15th, uh, when we drop the episode for the Santa Claus 3, you'll be good to go. And then after that, we'll do the series recap. We're still not sure uh, about our recording schedule after the 15th of December because we're going to be doing some holiday traveling. Uh, so uh, if you don't hear from us for a little while, that'll be why. We have mm -hmm. a plan that we might try and do some stuff, but we're not 100% sure. So you may not hear from us again until the first of the year, at which point we will start off the new year um, with the series recap episode and then we will um, for sure after that we'll do the um, what is it oh the the first classic who one-off episode yeah so the series recap will either be the 22nd or the 29th or it'll be into the new year uh, but Whichever way it works, after that we'll have the we'll have the classic coup episode. All right, guys. So make sure uh, that the next time, uh, that in the meantime, you're watching Voyage of the Damned, so you can join us for episode 37 as we cover that. Um, you might as well be watching the Santa Claus movies. Now. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I gave him the schedule. I was like, you got two weeks to watch those three movies plus the Voyage of the Damned. You got to get it all in. Plus, 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 plus. You also have to come to our Facebook page and you have to tell us your votes for all of the series recap stuff. So, guys... Which have we posted yet? We have not, so we okay. need to put, uh, make, a note, okay. make a note. Okay. Make a note. Make a note. we got to do that. Along with all the other things we got to post. Yeah, there's several things yeah. we have to post now. Um, this 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 podcasting thing is turning into a big thing. Huh? Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Um, the Noobs in the Whovian, as always, is a production of Master Closet Studios, Studios, where it's always smaller on the inside. Your senior producer is me, Austin Reason. Our audio engineer is that guy over there. Hi. Trip Reason. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's our production editor. Hi, that's me, Corbin. All right, special thanks to TARDIS.Wikia.com for the trivia and a star and the rest of the staff over at the Timber Glen Library in Dallas for being awesome. You can find us at Facebook.com slash Noobs and the Whovian. You can also go to NoobsandTheWhovian.com where you can see uh, all of the back archive of our episodes, figure out where to subscribe and all of those wonderful things. You can also email us directly at NoobsandTheWhovian at gmail.com or send us a message on our Facebook page. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, um, comment, subscribe, like, share, because sharing is caring, and we care. Yeah. So do yeah. all those things. Until next time, guys, my name is Austin. I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Tripp and Corbin. And, and we're the noobs. And we will see you next time. We should confuse people and just, like, post that this thing, this train here onto the page and be like... The train? Most, yes. Hong Mei or whatever. Most creepiest thing ever. Oh, I'm going to put that in the blog post. Oh. Yeah, I want to put that picture in the blog post. Go to the website if you want to see this very creepy train. It's terrifying. <laughs>